Have yourself a merry BB Christmas. Let your mochas be white. From now on, your husband's in the Starbucks line. Here we are in the pandemic days where fashion's gone away for good. Faithful listeners are dear to us. Raise your Starbucks cup once more Through the years we'll be basically basic Doing basic girl things You go girl But thank God for Jesus Christ to always raise A merry BB Christmas. Hi everyone, it's Amanda, and if you're listening to this, it's Christmas Day. Or if you've stayed up a little bit late, then it's Christmas Eve, which is also really special. And I'm just so excited that you guys are here um, as we wrap up this Advent season. Today, Cammie and I are going to do things a little bit differently. We are recording separately, and we're just going to talk about what Christmas means to us. And if you've been listening to this Advent series, we've been studying Isaiah 9-6, and today we get to talk about Jesus as being the Prince of Peace. And I don't know about you guys, but when I just hear the word Prince of Peace, all I want to do is sit and just marvel in that and let it wash over me, um, because God has been the Prince of Peace in my life so many times. Um I want to read a scripture, Luke 2.14, and it says, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. And guys, I, I know that you and I are here. If you're listening to this, you're here, you're living on earth. And the scripture says, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. That, that means us. We're here. We're here on earth. And that means that we have the opportunity to access his peace, not just in the highest heaven, but here on earth as well. And I know that, you know, if you've walked through the crazy stuff of 2020, like we all did, and then now wrapping up 2021, I think a lot of us are kind of um, maybe in 2020, we were in fight or flight mode, like what's going on? Let's just keep doing this thing. Like, I'm going to make life happen. And then in 2021, I realized that maybe I was feeling some of the after effects of that year and just how hard it was for everybody. And so if I'm being really honest, sometimes I think, okay, God, are you going to take care of this? Is this really going to, is this going to all work out in my favor? Um, But when I read scriptures like this and all the scriptures that I've studied over this Advent season, I just keep coming back to, yeah. He is going to take care of it. And I wrote about this yesterday in the devotional that Cammie and I have been doing on our Instagram. But lately I have found myself thinking about the birth of Jesus story. And 
how Mary and Joseph traveled and all the inns turned them down when they were trying to find a place to give birth to Jesus. And I thought to myself, it's easy for me to read that story and think, wow, this is amazing. I knew it. I knew everything would work out just as it was supposed to. I knew that God would take care of it. And he had everything under control because he knew the son of man was going to be born in a stable. And yes, it's going to be with some smelly animals and maybe not the best place, but it's okay because this is exactly how it was supposed to be. He knew it. And then I found myself thinking, is that the way that I look at my life on most days? Do I look at it as if, yeah, God's going to take care of this? The little voice that's in my head or the worry that's saying, worry about this, worry about that, be concerned about this, don't forget about that. Is this going to work out? In my human flesh, it's really easy to let the fear and the anxiety and everything start to just pile up and start to question, like, is this going to work out today? And guys, I am here to tell you that the voice of Satan is real. It will whisper lies into your ear. But the voice of God is even more real and it's even bigger. And I believe that when Jesus came to the earth in the form of a baby, I believe that he did come as the Prince of Peace to let peace wash over us. And guys, here's the thing is we do have access to his peace exactly where we are. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests and on earth. And I just keep thinking that and on earth today we get to access his peace, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, whether you're healthy, whether you're sick, whether you're favored, whether you're struggling, it doesn't matter because he came for every single one of us. The Prince of Peace is here for you and for me. And the more I've, I've noticed that the more this past year that I have felt maybe the feelings of fear or anxiety or worry start to creep up, the minute that I start to feed those is when I get in trouble. But the minute that I start to feel those and then I immediately start to pray or I meditate on scripture or I just begin to talk to him or I just begin to speak life over those lies instead, guys, the Prince of Peace completely fills me and his peace washes over me. And I believe that that is access that you have too. And so today my prayer is that wherever you find yourself this Christmas, whether you are struggling, whether you're mourning the death of a loved one, whether um, finances are a struggle, whatever it is, I truly, truly believe that God has the power and the peace to completely fill your heart with peace this Christmas. And maybe this is a word for somebody specifically listening, but I've heard it once said that you first have to make peace with God in order to receive his peace. And if the past couple years have been as crazy as I have felt they've been, or maybe as weighty or as heavy, I know that Cammie and I have like shared texts back and forth before where I'm just like, it just feels heavy and it just feels dark and I just feel really sad. And sometimes I'll feel the weight even for other people. I think that's um, just a gift that God's a gift and a burden sometimes. But again, being able to give it to God. It's become a gift because then I can pray for that person. But it has felt at times like I can feel the weight of maybe even what others are feeling. And it's this empathy that God has given me, which I'm eternally grateful for, but it also can feel really heavy. And so what I, all this to say is if you feel heavy, if you feel the burden of even somebody else, it's not your job or my job to have to carry those things. Because God has given you empathy, you get the privilege of praying for that person and giving it back to God and saying, okay, God, I know that 
this responsibility isn't on me or it's not my job to fix anything. But God, I ask that you will and I believe that you can. And I ask God that you fill this person with your peace because you are the Prince of Peace. So maybe that's a word for someone and maybe you're you're struggling and you have a lot of questions for God this Christmas and you're mad or you're upset. And I'm just here to tell you that he doesn't make tallies for times that we have questions or we doubt or that um, we're angry with him. Once we ask to receive him in our hearts, he's there. And I know I, I tend to complicate that sometimes, but it really is that simple. And so maybe that is a word. I just feel like the Lord put that on my heart in this moment to let you know that um, it is not your job to make sure anyone has a great Christmas. It's not your job to make sure that everyone in the room is good. It's your job to get to access the Prince of Peace today in your heart and to sit and to thank him and to say, thank you, God, for coming, for bringing your, the Son of Man to earth for me and for my family and for my friends. He did that for us, guys. And so I just believe today that Jesus, the Prince of Peace, is for all people. And I'm so excited um, that we got to do this Advent series again. It's been so much fun getting to do it with Cami. And personally, I'm really excited to just give all the weight that I have felt over the past couple years just to give that back to God today and to celebrate him as a savior and to worship him and to celebrate his birth because I know that that's going to fill my heart with peace. And I'm so grateful, you guys, that when we're a Christian, we don't get to, it's not, Christmas isn't just this commercialized thing where we give gifts back and forth, which I mean, let's be honest, I'm a Starbucks basic girl, so I love a good gift, but I'm just so excited that he is the gift that keeps on giving and we have the access to wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father and prince of peace. And I believe that we can, I believe that we have the access to all of these qualities of our Lord and savior. My prayer is that this Christmas, no matter what you're feeling, you would come to him as knowing him as your wonderful counselor and just talk with him and share your heart with him. And I also pray that he would become that mighty God for you, that, that you would feel empowered and so strong because you're spending time with him and because you've given all of your doubts, your worries, your fears, your anxieties over to him. I know that he's big enough to handle all of it. And I also pray that you would see him as an everlasting father and that you would be able to just rest in his arms, fall apart in his arms if that's what you need to do, and then experience him finally as the prince of peace and that his peace would wash over you. I believe it and I pray it. And um, I'm going to end my part of this devotional by um, reading a small um, excerpt, and then I will put it in the notes as well so you guys can access it. But it says, It's for all people, God's peace. It's a starry, silent night in the hill country of Bethlehem. Around you, nothing can be heard but the snoring of sheep and other shepherds. Shepherding is a lonely profession that's left you socially separated from the rest of your community. But one night, a bright light suddenly appears with a host of angels telling you that they bring good news of great joy that's for all people. Like those shepherds, you are also invited to rejoice over the miracle of Christ's birth. It doesn't matter who you are. The joy of Christmas is for everyone. The rich, the poor, the happy, the lonely, the forgotten, and the greatly loved, which I believe you and I are on this day. I believe that Jesus came as a baby so that we would feel his great love. And I know that this Christmas, no matter where you find yourself, that you are greatly, greatly loved. So one last time, I'm going to read Luke 2.14. Glory to God in the highest heaven 
and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. So I'm going to leave you guys and um, bring it over to Cami now, but I want to leave with just this final question of this Christmas, where could you use God's peace today? Um, I believe that if you ask him for his peace over a certain area, that he will provide it. And so that is my prayer for you guys on this Christmas and that you would feel loved, you would feel his peace, and that you would know you have a God that came for you. Merry Christmas, Phoebes. I am so honored to be a voice in your life on either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, maybe a little bit after. But I'm just so aware of what a sacred time this is for you to be with your families, hopefully, or with close friends, and just celebrating the gift that is Christmas. I know Amanda shared this, but we wanted to do things a little bit differently today to close out this series because one thing I loved about the Advent series last time was just pressing play on people's hearts individually and hearing what Christmas meant to them. And while I'm obsessed with talking about everything with Amanda, there's something really vulnerable about just pressing play on my iPhone. I am sitting in a closet at my in-law's house because it's super loud outside these doors. There's chaos of all of Steven's brothers and their wives and kids and it's the best kind of noisy but to come in here and just to relax for a second and just talk to you guys and really just spend time with Jesus which is in the cheesiest way but the truest way the reason for the season and I love that we're doing this I love that we've had this Advent series um, set apart. And I especially love that we focused this time on Isaiah 9-6, which if you've been following along, you've heard us talk about that scripture so much this past month. And I love it because now I've memorized another scripture and it's just been sitting with me this whole month. This amazing God that chose of all the things that he could describe himself as, he tells us that he's going to come and be God with us, but he's going to come as a wonderful counselor mighty God, everlasting father. And this week we get to end with the Prince of Peace. And gosh, I don't know about you guys, but I need a reminder often that the God that I serve, the God that loves me, he is the Prince of Peace, that he rules in peace. He reigns in peace, that he loves me with his peace, um, that he's not a God that's bringing more chaos into my life. I I'm laughing at the fact that I'm in this closet right now sitting on the floor because honestly, like Cammie a few years ago, before kids, before, I don't know, just like really adulting, I feel like I was just like the most go, go, go person. Like I'm super extroverted as y'all probably know if you listen to this podcast. Um, I love to travel and do all the things and I think sometimes busyness without realizing it was almost like just this mask that I could just push through to avoid problems or to avoid pain. And, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm doing good things. Like, it's exciting stuff. Like, I don't need to just dwell on stuff. But I feel like as I've gotten older, not only have I realized the importance of rest and solitude time, but I've also realized what a gift it can be and how I need it more than I even know that I do. And so I say this because, like, me a few years ago would have been like, oh no, like I don't want to leave the party outside the other room and come into a closet to do a podcast. But today I was like, 
looking forward to this moment where I was going to have an excuse to come into this sacred separate space from the rest of the family and just be with Jesus, but also just to take a deep breath. (sighs) And so if you're listening to this, my assumption is that you also could use a deep breath. So would you just do that with me? Because I feel like if we were getting coffee right now, it'd be easy for us to just like talk through all the craziness of the holiday. But if we were best friends, I would say, okay, how are you really doing? How is your rest? How's your quiet in your heart? So friend, take a deep breath. You're doing it. Holidays are amazing, but they're also a lot. And even this morning, I, my sweet son, who is normally like the chillest, sweetest kid, he's reaching that new season of life of toddlerness, I guess, toddlerhood, I don't know, where tantrums are becoming a thing. And I was trying to pack up for me and for him and just remember all the Christmas gifts and all the things we needed. And somehow like he didn't want to do anything that like I was toys I was trying to give him he just was uh, upset and wanted me to have focused playtime with him which is so sweet but it was just not the time when I could do it and before I even got at the door by nine o'clock this morning I was already on the verge of tears like I feel like I packed for him and didn't bring any clothes that I even liked for me it's so hot here in Texas right now I was like sweating I was going through the list in my head of all the gifts I feel like I had forgotten already and gifts that should have been wrapped by now but weren't and before the day even started I was just like not in the headspace that you want to be on Christmas Eve and feeling mom guilt guilty that my son just wanted to play with me and I feel like I hadn't even had connection time with him yet on Christmas Eve and instead I was just getting all these things and we get in the car and I'm backing out of the driveway and I turn on the Christmas radio station because I just need Olsen to hear some music so that I can just drive the 45 minutes to get to my parents and call it a day. And this song comes on the radio and it's called In the Bleak Midwinter. And it's not like a popular Christmas song that most of you would probably know, but it's a song that I remember when I was in choir in like high school, probably we sang it. And this specific version was by James Taylor, who side note is my favorite singer of all time he's the first concert I ever went to he's the singer that my dad used to sing his songs to me to sleep when I was little so his music is like so comforting to me and of all the songs he's singing in the bleak midwinter and I'm sitting there like listening to the song and I know all the words because I've sung it in choir before and they're just coming back to me And in the song, it goes through the fact that Jesus is born in like this dark, wintry time. And Mary and the wise men, the shepherds, it kind of goes through their story. And then the last verse, if I remember correctly, is about like ourselves and, you know, basically asking the question, like, what could I possibly give to this king? And then it says, what could I bring him? But I give him my heart. And it sounds so cheesy, you guys, but I started bawling in the car. Just like undone by the fact that Jesus, like, he loves us so much. He loves me so much that I'm trying to, you know, get all these gifts ready and be the perfect mom and look cute for an Instagram photo with my family and make sure that we have the food that we're supposed to bring to our in-laws later and just all this stuff. And I'm worried about all these things and just this realization that this amazing God, Father God, like, king ruler god creator god like all he wants is my heart and it's the only thing that i can offer him 
And so in that moment in the car, just afresh again, I just gave Jesus my heart and just was like, I love you. I'm so thankful for you, God. I'm so thankful that you want just my heart as it is, as messy as it feels right now. And I just felt that touch of Christmas and it completely shifted my day. I confessed out loud to Olson in the car, apologized for not connecting with him, apologized for being just kind of all over the place and just told him that I was crying because I love Jesus. And I know he's not really old enough yet to fully understand, but it just felt like one of those holy moments of being real and being a human and realizing that I can be a chaotic mess before 9 a.m. even, even on Christmas Eve. Well, especially, let's be honest, especially on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Um, But God just wants my heart and he loves me. And not only that, but he, in exchange for my crazy and my mess, he is the Prince of Peace. And he just, I feel like he authors moments in our day where he just wants us to be reminded that we don't have to continue on the crazy path that we're on. We don't have to continue on just the chaotic stress, like whatever it is that we're doing, I think that he just carves out these little whispers and moments through the Holy Spirit where it's times where we can check back in and be like, oh yeah, I have a Prince of Peace. He's the ruler over my life. And today it was through this song on the radio that I needed, but he really did speak through that. And as I was thinking about this podcast and what we were going to share today, the scripture that kept coming to my mind when I think about peace is... I'm going to pull it up on my phone right now. It's John 14, and you've probably heard it before. It's the one that says, peace I leave with you. John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. I was thinking about this because, you know, in Isaiah, it's the prophecy about who Jesus would be. It's before he was even born. And then you read the Christmas story. And there's just so much peace in the story, like the stars, the shepherds, the sheep, the wise men. It's just, it probably was chaotic because I feel like every birth story is pretty chaotic, but you read it or we see it in a nativity scene or whatever, and it's just marked with peace. Like he is coming to this world and there's a peace that comes in when God is, becomes Emmanuel, when he becomes flesh. But then I love that in John, he's actually in John 14. I read the whole chapter today. It's so good. But he's actually prophesying about his death. It's Jesus speaking at this point. He's saying that he's going to go and he's going to leave. But then he's also talking about the gift of the Holy Spirit. That when he leaves, he's going to leave us with the Holy Spirit. And then it's a promise. And then he says that he's going to leave us with peace. And he's going to give us his peace. And I just love that Jesus' life from beginning to end is marked with peace. Not just for himself, but for us. Like It's a promise that he gives us. And... This, the part of the scripture that's always stood out to me is when it says, I do not give to you as the world gives. Um, I need to hear that all the time because I feel like, you know, in this day and age, it's like if you're t- typically if someone's giving you something, like they kind of want something in return or there's an expectation. And the thing about Jesus that just continues to amaze me is he gives freely. Like there's just, he gives peace when I have nothing but crazy to give. Like, he gives peace when I don't deserve it. He gives peace at any moment. Like, he leaves it with us and he gives it to us. And he says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. And it's like when I when I rem- am reminded that I have this perfect peace, it's easier to not let my heart be troubled. It's easier to not be afraid. You know, even thinking of gifts or, or things that we, we get in life, 
recently I, I got kind of tricked in this Instagram ad and it was one of those things where I see these clothes on, on this ad and it's like keeps popping up and I'm like, I just have to get it. It's so cute. It's going to be amazing. I get it in the mail and it is like the complete opposite of what was described. Like it truly looked like they took the pictures of the clothes that they were advertising and they just printed it on like almost like a cardboard shirt. It was honestly a joke. I need to show you guys the pictures so, so bad. But I feel like that's sometimes how the world is, right? Like I wish that when I got that, I was shocked because I was like, no, like why would anyone do this? But I kind of just had to roll my eyes and laugh at myself because I got duped, like I got tricked. And I think sometimes when it comes to walking with the Holy Spirit or walking with the Lord, like we can convince ourselves that he gives peace, but it's like how the world gives that there's some caveat or there's some like too good to be true or yeah, but if you do this, it's impossible. And, you know, I think in my moments where I have the most anxiety or the most stress, the voice of the enemy tells me that, well, yeah, God can give you peace, but this is too big or not for this moment or not for this situation. And I don't know, today I just want to remind myself and remind you that the God that we're celebrating his birth tomorrow on Christmas day, like he is that big. He is that perfect. He's that holy. He's that amazing. There's not a hole that's too big for his peace to not fill. There's not a problem where the Holy Spirit can't come in and flood it with his peace to remove anxiety. And it feels impossible. It feels crazy, but that's the gift of Christmas, right? Like the fact that God at all would come down in the form of a baby is insane. Like really, if we think about the basis of our faith, a virgin giving birth to God, like what? It's crazy. And so if that is like the foundation of what we believe, everything else should just be, well, yeah, he's God. He could do it, you know? And so I don't know about you, but sometimes when I look at this world, bringing peace feels like the craziest prayer to pray, like for my own heart or for the things I see on the news or whatever. But I love that we're ending this Christmas series with the promise that he is the Prince of Peace, that he is the authority of peace, that he rules in peace, he reigns in peace. And I pray that he does that in my own life, in my own family, in my neighborhood, in our nation, in the world, in the spiritual realms, like in all these things that he would just come and bring his authority of peace today. <sighs> Anyways, I probably am going to hang out in this closet for a couple more minutes and maybe just rest and thank Jesus for who he is. But I'm also going to thank him for you guys. I know that we don't know all of you personally, but the fact that you would invite us into your lives and to share this time, it really, really does mean a lot to me. Like, I, I don't say that lightly. It means a lot. And I pray for you. I bless you to have a great Christmas tomorrow and just to go in knowing there's going to be moments probably of stress. There's probably moments of crazy, but those are the moments where we can just pause and say, Prince of Peace, where are you at? I need you. Can you please come in? and rule and reign in this situation. So guys, uh, I'm Cammie. She's Amanda. We're basically basic and we know you are too. Be blessed and be basic and have a very merry Christmas.